The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. And remember last week I said the blessing is only one blessing. It's not two blessings. It's not three blessings. It's only one blessing. This blessing we are talking about is only one. Why is it one? Because if it were to be two, after Isaac blessed Jacob, when Esau came, Isaac could have easily blessed Esau also. But he couldn't bless Esau. Why? Because there was only one blessing and that blessing has already been given to Jacob. Alright, are you ready for the word? Why don't we give Jesus some praise? Let's give him praise for our building. Let's give him praise for our building. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just, just to let you know, on Thursday, I was preaching. I was preaching on anointed to overtake. And then I got to a point where I was talking on the anointing. I'm sharing a brief testimony with you. And then I'll... And I was saying that when you are anointed, God plagues anyone that hates you. And I said, every member of this church that anybody has tampered with, God has deal with their enemies. Now, somebody was in the church who is not a member of this church. Immediately after the service, they came to me and said, Pastor, what you're saying is true. Because one of my pastors was witnessing at a car park where this person works. And three of the staff, managers in that store, molested him. Come, come. Let's, let's. You are here. Give him a microphone. Give you so that you understand what I'm saying. You see, when I'm preaching and I'm saying things, I'm not just telling stories. Say exactly what the lady said on Thursday. Praise God. I said, Hallelujah. Now, when she shared a testimony with myself and my wife, he was not there. And I said, I have to call him. To come and listen because he was involved in what happened. Share the testimony. Praise God. What the lady said. Um, to, be, to be frank, was um, I was still in London, so I went out for evangelism. And I, before I came out for evangelism that day, I, I spoke to God. So I said, God, please, I want to minister. Just to go straight to the point. Okay. Yeah. Go straight to the point. <laughs> he said that. Those three people, like the main manager. Um, no, tell us what happened when you were evangelizing at the car park. Okay, what happened at the car park was that as I was evangelizing, I was evangelizing to different people, mm-hmm. and both men and women. So, mm-hmm. but after one of the ladies came out to me and said, I should stop evangelizing. Mm-hmm. That f- almost four ladies have come to uh, report that I'm harassing them, mm-hmm. and you know, that I'm. You know, that is the only ladies I've been preaching to. So, what, what kind of rub- I, that's what I said in my heart. What kind of rubbish is that? Then the other lady came out and said, I should leave the park immediately. I became so embarrassed. And I, 
Then were, before I knew it, he's, he's here, he's a manager yeah. of, that, of that place. I should. So three managers came and asked him to leave because he's harassing women by only evangelizing to them. Now this was, this happened somewhere last year, right? It happened last year. Now this Thursday I was teaching on the anointing. There was a lady who was working there who experienced, who saw what happened. I said, oh, I know him. That he's a good man. He hasn't done anything wrong. He's just evangelizing to people. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and so that's where it ended. He left. Tell us exactly what the lady said on Thursday. Uh, the lady said that the manager, um, that his leg is hanging, that uh, I don't know what happened to his leg, that it's almost like it's being... And I was preaching that... Yeah. People will be plagued. <laughs> you remember? Those of you who are here, I said anyone who hates the anointed or any or, or this church or any member of this church, they'll be plagued and they'll be walking like that. So she said the manager went to play cricket. He lives in Eastbourne. He played cricket and it, something has happened to his leg and his leg is hanging up. Since then, he has not been to work. And we are talking about this incident happened last year, last year. not this year. Was it this year? Last year. Last year. This incident happened last year. So that person's leg is hanging from last year till date. And then the other two people, what happened? They said they have been fired. They have been sacked. These are the three people who came to harass him at the car park. Are you following what I'm saying? One, understand, was giving uh, gift cards to give to staff, and she pocketed it, didn't give to them, and the next thing, they realized it, sacked, sacked the other one. All the three people who were involved in hating him, harassing him for preaching the gospel, they are all terminated. This lady came to share this testimony with us on Thursday in the service. After I finish preaching, just so you know that when I preach, when I'm teaching, everything I'm saying is, is of God. Sometimes you might not see it, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. It yeah. is happening. Yeah. When the lady was sharing a testimony with my wife, I said he should come and listen so he can bear witness to what this, and, and it's not something we put in her, in her mouth to come and say there are countless testimonies in this church that we cannot share. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, I can say, anyone who touches this church, there is a company. How many of you remember? I mean, most of you might not remember, but we went to start a church in the high street. We signed agreement, everything. They just came to kick us out. There's a lady, powerful had a powerful position, came to say we have to leave. Just like that. They used to have over 10 million every month, every, every year. By the time they kicked us out, guess what happened? Less than six months, I saw them begging coins at three bridges station. Their over 10 million pounds income was wiped out. 
because we are in David. She's big. She has big money. So she wanted to push us out. This is the church. You know, God has called me, you know. I don't have to prove to anybody that God has called me. I know God called me. I did not call myself. So that was the testimony the lady came to share with us on Thursday. Isn't that right? That's true, sir. That's true, Pastor. It's true that uh, if me, I was even 100% shocked because I've forgotten about it. But that day, I said, I'm not more going to preach the gospel. It's Pastor Zaman that said, don't worry. Keep on preaching. Keep on sharing tracks. Because I was so embarrassed that day. Even I went to the, I kept crying to Pastor in the office. I said, Pastor, where is our ID to prove that we are, we are a tourist at church? Yeah. Because they went too far. Yeah, they said they, they, they pushed me out of the out of the car park. I was so embarrassed and I was so depressed that day, and I was so upset. And the pastor said, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" I said, "Pastor, look at me." But today we are seeing a testimony. Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. So, this, as you are a member of this church, connect genuinely. Don't be like the keyboard I demonstrated the last time. Be here. As if you are not here. Don't be here casually. Because God is here. God, you see, I was telling my wife this week that sometimes you are working in the blessing, but it takes time for the blessing to manifest. When Jacob was giving the blessing, he was still sleeping on stone as a pillow. But it's just a matter of time. T.D. Jake said he was preaching on blessing whilst he didn't have have money to buy electricity. His house was repossessed. His car was repossessed. But today, look at him. If you don't understand the dynamics of God, you take these things for granted. I say, oh, he's preaching on the blessing. Where is the blessing? You don't know. It's there. Powerful. It's just a matter of time. I said, it's just a matter of time. A time is coming that when you mention the name of this church, it will give you a job. Just by saying you are a member of this church, it will give you a job. I'm telling you. I'm telling you because my heart is pure. I have nothing against anybody out there. My heart is pure. I know God has called me. You are not there, but I can tell you that God has called you. And you can testify to it. You've been, you've been with me all these years. All these years. And you can see it for yourself. So get ready. We're in a new season. Please be dedicated to this vision. Sometimes we get a little bit tired, but don't be tired. Be what? Be dedicated. Jacob was carrying the blessing, and yet he was sleeping on stones. He worked for Laban for 21 years. Who is Jacob named? uh, Who is the whole of Israel named after today? Jacob. (laughs) You wait. I say, you wait. It's just a matter of time. Until they mock us, God cannot make us. Hallelujah. Anyway, are you ready for the word?
All right, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. The book of Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. I read, it says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Last week, just as a brief recap, I said so many things define the blessing and also emphasize that there are five things we have to do to partner with the direction of the blessing so for the blessing to actualize in our lives. And I said number one, we have to engage our mind so the blessing can be actualized through your mind. Through your mind that you have to renew your mind. Number two, that the blessing can be actualized through your lips. Through your lips or your mouth. What you say is very important. You see, you can be working in the blessing and still use your mouth to curse yourself. Remember, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Number three, I said through creativity that God, our Heavenly Father, is a creative being. So therefore, he wants us to also be creative. Number four, through your hands. That the blessing can be actualized through your hands. You see, it's not enough to have a vision. It's not enough to have a dream. It's not enough to imagine it and not use your hands to bring it to pass. You have to work it. Amen. And then number five, I said through your imagination. Through your imagination. Engage your imagination. It doesn't matter where you are today. Use your imagination. Use your imagination to see yourself blessed. Because you will only become what you see. Are you following what I'm saying? That's why God said to, most, uh, to Abraham, he said, come out of the tent. For as far as your eyes can see, I will give it to you. So what you see is very important. Amen? What you see is very important. Now last week I did say, or I did ask a question, that how do I receive the blessing? Or what are the conditions for the blessing? Now remember, I did emphasize last week that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28... Man did nothing and God blessed him. Remember that? That in, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, the Bible says, that, And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the over the fish of the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and over every creeping thing, and so on and so forth. And verse 27, the Bible says that. And God blessed them. So God created man in his own image after his own likeness. Male and female created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed them. And God blessed them. Now notice here, man didn't do anything and God blessed him. Have you noticed? But after the fall, this equation changed. After the fall, something changed. So now, after the fall, now, 
before Isaac have to pass on the blessing to, to, to Esau or to Jacob, Isaac said, bring me food to eat so that my soul will bless you. Genesis chapter 27 verse 4. Genesis chapter 27 verse 4. The Bible says that, And Isaac said, Make me a savory meat such as I love. Such as I love. Such as I love. So he attached conditions to what Israel must do before he received the blessing. Such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul will bless you before I die. Now, this is the only time we see conditions attached to the blessing. But in Genesis 1.28, there was no condition. They didn't work. They didn't do anything. God just blessed them. Are you following me? This is so crucial. But in Genesis 27 verse 4, Isaac said, I cannot pass on the blessing to the next generation until they, are, they, they understand the importance of this blessing until they value the blessing. And remember last week I said the blessing is only one blessing. It's not two blessings. It's not three blessings. It's only one blessing. This blessing we are talking about is only one. Why is it one? Because if it were to be two, after Isaac blessed Jacob, when Esau came, Isaac could have easily blessed Esau also. But he couldn't bless Esau. Why? Because there was only one blessing and that blessing has already been given to Jacob. Are you getting this? This is so important. So because now the conditions have changed before we can receive the blessing, look at something also very key and very important in Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. And for your information, nobody sees my notes before I preach. Amen? That, that will just give you an idea. Now, when you hear same scriptures being quoted in the church, nobody has seen my, my preaching, my messages, or my scriptures before I preach. The Holy Spirit gives it to me, and I'm the only one privy to it. I don't discuss it with anyone. And I'm sure this morning you've heard scriptures I'll be quoting this morning from my message. And I also don't tell anyone what scriptures to read for your information. I don't tell anyone doing something. You have to read this verse or read this scripture. Are you following me? So now notice Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. This is so powerful. This is so important. You see, I don't think that the church of God understands what is happening. If you get this, I mean, I have a lot to teach today, but if I don't get far, that's fine. If I can only get you to understand this, your life will change forever. Amen. Your life will change forever. Now, Malachi chapter 3. Now, remember I said, now, the equation have shifted. Genesis 1.28, man didn't have to do anything and he received the blessing. But Genesis 27 verse 4, man has to now do something before the blessing can be transferred. 
So the same in Malachi 3.10. Notice what God is saying. God says, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out what? 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 A blessing. Now notice that it's singular blessing. It's the same blessing that, that Adam and Eve were blessed. It's the same blessing that Jacob had. But notice now there is a condition attached to their blessing. What gives you? Now, oh God, thank you Jesus. Before Isaac transferred the blessing, Isaac said to Esau, bring me food to eat. God is saying now that if you are going to operate or have access to the blessing, you also have to bring him food to eat. It said, bring ye the tithe that there may be meat where in my house. And then once you fulfill that condition, then the other condition of the heavens are opened. And that is where you have access to the blessing. Don't be like Esau. Please, I beg you, don't be like Esau. Esau missed it. Jacob caught it. Esau missed it. Jacob caught it. Esau missed it. Jacob caught it. Because Esau missed it, Esau did not have access to the blessing. Because Jacob brought the food, Jacob was the one who was blessed. And he had access to the blessing. So God is saying that if you are going to experience a blessing, is the tithe that opens the windows of heaven. Let me explain it this way. What I have noticed with many Christians is they work something and it's working and then they stop. Once it's working for them, they stop. How many of you know that the Christian walk is not just doing one thing. You have to do many things. I want you to follow this very carefully. It's not doing just one thing. You have to do what? Many things. How many of you know that as you are sitting down now, it's not just your heart that is functioning. There are blood flows going into your, your vessels. Organs, blood is flowing. Your brain is working. Your eye is working. Your tongue is working. Your legs are working. Your hands are working. Your brain is thinking. You know, you are imagining, you are responding to. So it's not just one thing that is working. Are you getting this? It's not just one thing that is working. As you are sitting here, there are many factors that contribute to your health. There are many things that are working for you that is making you living. So now, if you are going to be a Christian that is working in the blessing, you can't just do one thing. You can't just say, I'm going to pray. You can't just say, I'm going to fast. You can't just say, I'm going to serve. No, you, you have to do 
all of this. They all have to be part of it. And the tithe is also part of it. Now, can you imagine if, if your heart says, okay, I'll take a break for just, let's say five minutes. I was going to say, I'll take a break for a month. But let's just say your heart says, I'll take a break for five minutes. One minute. Let's say five minutes. Five minutes you've gone. Or would they be able to recitate you if your heart stopped for five minutes? Doctors, is it possible? Is it possible? Oh, okay, let's, for argument's sake, let's say 10 minutes. 10 minutes, can your, can, when your heart stops working for 10 minutes, I think it's possible. I think 30 minutes. Let's take it to one hour. Yeah, let's just take it to one hour. 30 minutes is a miracle. You're on the borderline. It's possible. So let's just say one hour. If your heart decides to stop working for just say, it takes a break for one hour. Do you think you'll be here? Yeah, you won't be here. So there are many factors that contribute to your healthy living. We have to get this. As a Christian, there are many factors that contribute to your healthy Christian life. One of them is serving in the house of God. One of them is praying. One of them is, 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 is soul winning. One of them is tithing. There are many factors. Many, many, many. So you can't just take one and say, oh, as for me, I only do this one. The rest is not necessary. You die. It's like taking a fish out of water. It will flap a little bit. It still have life. You take it out of the water, it still have life outside. It will flap a little bit. But it's just a matter of time, it will die. God told Adam and Eve, the day you eat of this tree, the tithe, because God gave them everything. God said, eat everything. As for this one, leave it. Because the day you eat of it, you will surely die. The devil came to Adam and Eve said, um, do you really die? Just taste and see. And what happened? The day they ate it, they didn't die immediately. How many of you know that? Physically, they didn't die immediately, but spiritually, they died. And once you die spiritually, it leads to physical death because God's original intention was for man to live forever. So just that one act of disobedience introduced death. Are you getting this? So God is saying that if you are going to walk in the blessing, remember we are talking about unveiling the blessing. We are unveiling the blessing. If you are going to walk in the blessing, there are conditions that opens the door for you to walk in the blessing. You see, the deception sometimes is the devil will tell you, ah, but this tithing thing you're doing is not working. Like I said, even though Jacob had the blessing, he was still sleeping on stone as a pillow. 
It took him 21 years before the blessing actually actualized in his life where he became independent. 21 years. So, if you are at the verge of the 21st year and you give up, you've lost everything. Are you, are you getting this? This is so important. Now, Jesus died so you and I can walk in the fullness of the blessing. Say amen to that. Amen. Why? Because the blessing is so important that even Jesus has to die so that we can walk for in, in it because there is a condition attached to walking in the blessing. And don't be one of those people if you want to justify wrongdoing, you go and Google. Must I live a holy life? <laughs> is it normal to have just one wife in the 21st century? Oh yes, you'll find many answers. To justify if you want to have 10 wives, you'll find many answers. How many of you know that? You'll find many, and you know, when you find these answers, you know that this is, this is not of God, yet you want to do it. And I'm telling you, if you want a justification to, to, to sin, oh, it's full in the Bible. you find many. Uh, but, I mean, Solomon had a thousand. Right? Solomon had a thousand. So if I want to have a thousand, what, what, will, pre what will prevent me from not having a thousand? I'll say Solomon is a proof. David had many. David even killed somebody's husband for one. Are you, are you getting, so if you are looking to do wrong, as for that one, it's easy. It's easy. You'll find, you'll find it. You'll find somebody now who, 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 who is a divorcee telling you, telling you how to manage your life. you find some, have you not noticed that there are some people who are not married? They don't have children. They are teaching you how to raise your children. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't add up. It does, before you teach me how to lose weight, I've always used this analogy. Before you teach me how to lose weight, let me see that you've lost it yourself. You can't be, uh, uh, excuse my language, 20, 20, 20 feet or 20 inches wide. Or size 20. And I'm a size, uh, I'm a size 14. And I want to go to size 8. Because of my wife, praise God. And for your information, I'm working on my sides. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm working on it. Hallelujah. And you are size 20. I'm size 14. And you come teaching me, if you want to be size 10, you have to do this. Do No, show me first. Are you, are you following me? You are a size 20. Before you teach me how to be a size 10, you, 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 you be at size nine. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? Before you teach me how to manage my children, show me how many children you have. 
Don't teach me out of theory. The book says, do you know what? Do, do, you have no idea. Oh, why are you late to work today? Do you know how many children I have? You don't have no children. I have children. I have great-grandchildren. My bones are not functioning like they were functioning when I was 16 years. So you, what I'm just saying to you is that before somebody teaches you that whether tithing or non-tithing is wrong, check their life. When I saw the dedication of that 100,000 seater yesterday, no debt, no overdraft from any bank, what caused it to be built? It's through tithes and offering. It's through the generous giving of men and women in the church. Are you following what I'm saying? And this is built by a church. There is no building like that in the world. What God is signaling to the body of Christ is that we are coming back to that point of influence. Where the world will see us as the light of the world. That's who we are. But how can we be the light of the world if our members are broke? If God has shut the heavens over their head, how can they prosper? How can we prosper? If the doors have been shut over the, if the heavens have been shut over the lives of God's people. So don't look for justification from no man to do wrong. Question, are you going to obey the devil or are you going to obey God? It's as simple as that. You can't be a British citizen and say, I'll take instruction from, from Jamaican government. We operate in different kingdoms. Are you following me? I'm a kingdom citizen. Amen. I am a heavenly citizen. Amen. And as for this kingdom, we operate differently. Amen. Yes, in, in Jamaica or in, in Zimbabwe, maybe they operate differently there. Are you following what I'm saying? Maybe Mugabe has taken all our money and invested it somewhere. Praise God. I mean, and very soon we are going to get our money back. Hallelujah. I said we are going to get our money back. Now, I don't belong to any political party. Don't quote me anywhere now. So, we are different kingdom citizens and we operate differently. Quickly, as we get ready to close, Jesus died so we can walk in the fullness of the blessing. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Curse is every man that hung on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, through Jesus Christ, that we may receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now look at verse 14 carefully. Christ died that the blessing of Abraham might come. Do you see the condition? Do you see the condition? Jesus have to pay for the blessing to be transferred to you and I. So why do you think that as for you, you do nothing and the blessing will just happen? That's why I said you have to partner with the blessing. You can't stay home and not go to work and say, I am blessed, I am blessed. I am the blessing of Abraham is coming upon me. I am blessed. You'll be poor. You'll be very poor. 
You have to partner with the blessing. With your mind, with your lips, with your hands, with your imagination. You have to partner with the blessing. Listen, God's desire for your life is to demonstrate the manifestation of the blessing. Third John chapter 1 verse 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. God's desire for you is that you prosper in all things even as your soul prospereth. Say amen to that. Amen. But do you know that even that desire will only be made manifest if you partner with it. You know, there are some people who say, I don't believe in divine healing. They are Christians, okay. But they say, we don't believe healing is past. And they are sick. And they will die. And they will go to heaven. Yeah. They will go to heaven. There are some people who say, I don't believe in divine prosperity. And that's true. They'll be poor here on earth forever. They'll die and they'll go to heaven. We'll see poor people in heaven. Oh, yeah, it's the truth. And the same as we see poor people, we see very rich people like Moa in heaven. I'm telling you. We see very rich people like you in heaven. So don't let anybody deceive you that riches is wrong. It's so good. It's a good thing to be buying something and not think whether your card will decline or not. It's a good thing. I said what? It's a good thing. It's a good thing to be able to take care of your house without thinking about nothing. And from today, so shall it be in your life. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 it says for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 it says and God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Every good work. Every good work. In the name of Jesus. This is where God is bringing us to. Where we walk in the fullness of the blessing. Where you have no concern. You live where you want. You buy what you want. You, you, you sponsor the kingdom of God. Without, without any worry. We say we want. And you know a time is coming in this church. One member will build a 10,000 seater auditorium. Cast down one member. Receive it. I'm prophesying it. Receive it. And do you know it's a joy to say, by the grace of God, I build a 10,000 seater free? That time is coming. Where you ask me, Pastor, what is the budget for the whole year? You write one check. You will be giving your offering in advance. When the budget of this church is in the billions, you say, Pastor, give me the budget for the whole year. You write one check and it will take care of it. Now, if you are giving one billion for a year, guess what? You have, that means you have 
you have many billions. And it will happen in your life. I prophesy the blessing in your life. The same way Jacob, the same way Jacob was blessed by Isaac from his soul. And you have genuinely connected to this ministry. You have tithed faithfully. You have given faithfully. You have said faithfully today. Today. As your father. As your father. As your father. As your father. I decree the blessing over your life. I decree the blessing over your life. I decree the blessing over your life. In the name of Jesus. I want you to receive it with a violent amen. Amen. Receive it with a violent amen. Amen. I decree that the blessing will work for you from today. I decree that the blessing will work for you from today. From today you will know no lack. You will know no lack. I decree the heavens are open over you. Through your obedience of tithing. In the name of Jesus, I decree your husband blessed. Your wife is blessed. Your children are blessed. Your household is blessed. Receive it with a violent amen. Amen. Everything you touch from today, I decree it blessed. I decree it blessed. I decree this house blessed. No one can curse us. I decree this church blessed. In the name of Jesus, whatsoever we do from today is blessed. Our hands are blessed. Our heads are blessed. Our minds are blessed. Our heart is blessed. Our bodies are blessed. Everything we do from today is blessed. In the name of Jesus, I decree that from today there shall be no more struggle. No more struggle. No more struggle. I decree open doors. Open doors. Open doors. Supernatural breakthrough. Supernatural breakthroughs. Supernatural breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. From today I decree the commanded blessing over your life. The commanded blessing over your life. Whatsoever you do from today, it shall prosper. Whatever your hand touches from today, it shall prosper. No more struggle. No more delays. What has not worked in the past will begin to work from you for you from today. In the name of Jesus, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he added no sorrow. I decree from today, you will know no sorrow. Say a louder amen. amen. <coughs> you know no sorrow. Amen. You know no sorrow. Amen. Sorrow will be far away from you. Amen. Sorrow will be far away from your family. Amen. You will not weep this year. Amen. You will not weep this year. Amen. You will rejoice this year. Amen. Many will see you and they will see the manifestation of the blessing in your life. Amen. Every seed you have sown in the past, I decree them watered now. I decree them watered now. And I 
decree their fruitfulness from today. The remaining days of this year, it will be days of testimonies. Days of testimonies. Your hands will handle great things. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. What has never been done in your family, you will do it this year. What has never been accomplished in your family, God will accomplish it through you. The blessing will work in your life. The blessing will work in your life. The blessing will work in your life. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. 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 In the name of Jesus. We'll build great things in this house. Because of the blessing. I decree supernatural favor coming upon this house. In the mighty name of Jesus. I call it done. In Jesus name. Give Jesus some praise. Give Jesus a better praise. I said give Jesus a better praise. Because it is done. Hallelujah. Did you receive it? I'm telling you, I vomited the blessing from my soul upon you. You will see it. There are members in this church who will build 10,000 seater auditoriums single-handedly. And we'll not build one, we'll build many. We'll build how many? Many. Something has been released. You will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus. When I saw that dedication yesterday, my heart was rejoicing. I said, I can see our future so clearly. There are things God has told me I cannot tell you now, but at the time, appropriate time, you will see it manifest. I will not apologize him for preaching on the blessing any longer. I will not apologize. I'll preach it with confidence. And I'll bless you with confidence. Something is happening here. It's like we are joking, like joking. You see, I told you before the end of this year, God will raise 10 million years. It will be like dreaming, like dreaming. You, before, one day you wake up, you see 10 million in your, uh, uh, in your bank account. Amen. Receive it. One day you wake up, you see 10 million pounds in your bank account. 
You see, the cheapest way to walk in greatness in the kingdom is just to believe. It will cost you nothing to believe. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.